Welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, Episode 3. My name's Anna Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons, and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. So this week we're talking about demonic disguises and how they use them to trick us. So let's get the ball rolling with a real-life paranormal experience from back in 2016. This was an experience like no other. My daughter has a little friend. So late one Friday afternoon, I was doing a live feed on social media. And a lady put in a comment that said, my four-year-old daughter has a little friend. And I instantly felt sick. My bodily warning signs immediately kicked in and told me that there was some paranormal connection to what Lucy was talking about. I instantly felt sick in the mind and my head was spinning out of control. I said that I would contact Lucy later that night to discuss the situation and and note down some details and how I could help her. So as we spoke at, must have been around 9pm on the phone, Lucy's voice, she was trembling. like she, She had to speak very quietly as well because her partner doesn't believe in the paranormal and she knew he would be quite angry if she was talking to someone like me. So she was almost whispering and I had to really strain my hearing to listen. And she told me about her little girl who didn't leave her bedroom other than to sit at the table and sort of pick at her dinner. And normally she'd be a really sort of happy eater. Like she'd be really filling herself up on whatever was on the plate. But no, her daughter would sit at the table and just kind of pick at her food and not look at people, no conversation, no smiling, no laughing. So eating a very small dinner or using the bathroom were the only two reasons why her daughter left her bedroom. She didn't even go outside and play with her siblings or interact with the family in any way. And Lucy didn't know what to do. How could she help her daughter? She'd taken her to see the family doctor and was told that there was nothing wrong with her from a medical perspective. And Lucy was like, what What do I do next? And she just happened to be on this social platform one night, and up popped my face, and I was talking about paranormal beings. And she thought that this might be someone that could actually help my child. So the next day, as soon as her partner had left for work, Lucy rang me and we agreed that she would send me some photos of her daughter's bedroom and she sent me her address. So I like to look at a picture of the house while I'm um, tuning in to do an energetic clearing. And after we'd been on the phone for maybe five minutes, Lucy's daughter came out of her bedroom and stood in the doorway and very casually said, He is leaving now because Anna is here, but he will be back. We were both gobsmacked. 
Lucy hadn't told anyone in the family about me or my name because the father would not have been very happy that we were talking. So as I've mentioned before, paranormal beings, they kind of monitor our conversations and they would have known who the mother had been talking to and wouldn't have been very happy that she'd actually been talking to an energy clearer. Now Lucy was a woman of very strong character, is one way to put it. And she wanted to be part of the energetic clearing of her home and to get rid of this intruder that was affecting her daughter's behaviour. Now Lucy took ownership of this situation and she had her own unique way to send the message of stay away to this dark energy that was hanging out in her daughter's bedroom. Now when the rest of the family were out, Lucy went around her home in a fury, banging a pot lid with a wooden spoon. She yelled at the energy, stay out of my house and away from my family. Now Lucy used swear words in a very loud commanding voice as well. She really meant to get this message across. She wasn't afraid. Like Lucy wasn't afraid of this being right from the start, but she just didn't know what she could do about it. She had no idea that she had power to ask this being to leave the house. Now, this approach is how she took her power back, ownership of the home and protection of the family. Now, different people are going to approach these situations in their own way, which is perfect. It's all about taking charge and standing your ground. Now, this is part of the process. It is not going to wholly, solely get this being to leave the house. You need to find out how they're getting into the home and why they are there. So from my remote viewing perspective, I tuned into the daughter's bedroom, looking at the photos, and I was instantly drawn to a particular corner of her bedroom. So behind the little child's dollhouse that was in the corner, there was a portal. Now this portal was, how can I explain it? It wasn't in a wall, it wasn't in the floor, it was kind of in the space within the room. Now if I had have walked into that room in person and walked over that space or near that space, I would have picked it up. I would have felt that energetic pull that comes with portals. They affect our bodies in different ways. You can get the head spin. You can feel energy moving around you. You can feel like a breeze wafting past you sometimes because they are an energetic doorway. So that portal may have been in the home before the family moved in 12 months ago. And they just happened to choose that bedroom for the youngest child. Now, this little girl was quite psychic. Um, She talked about seeing angels, archangels, seeing sort of bright lights in the house. And this could be the reason why this particular energy being was drawn to her, because she was very psychically open. Now, we don't know what its intentions were with that child, but it had to go. We did not want that energy being coming back into the house. So Lucy had taken a stand in her home and she was going to continue with her process while I looked at the energetic side of why this being was in the house and how we could actually stop it from coming back. 
So what I did was I tuned into management, as I call them, and I asked Archangel Raphael and his team to come and clean, heal and seal that portal that's in the child's bedroom. That is the first point of stopping this being from coming back into the house. So once that portal was closed, I asked for an angelic presence to protect the home and the family. And what I saw in my mind was a tall, glistening, what I would call an angelic being, standing in the corner of their lounge room. And I was told that the light being would be present in the home for one month to assist in rebalancing the energy of the home and just in case this being tried to enter the home in any other way. Now, this is the really wonderful part of this story. Lucy rang me about two weeks after the portal had been closed. She was so excited. Her daughter's behaviour had improved immensely. Like she, she sat at the table and she happily ate everything that was put in front of her. She laughed and she smiled and she giggled and she played outside with her sisters. And she even went to stay at her grandma's house for a whole weekend. The family was astounded at the turnaround in this child's behaviour. It was like they had their little girl back again. I just, I'm so, I was so, I'm still excited now. And it was, you know, quite a long time ago. And I'm still super, super excited about this story. The dark energy intruder knew it had overstepped the boundaries and it left before I even got there, which is great because it knew that it had to move on. This experience demonstrates the power of calling in a trusted paranormal energy worker and also in taking back control of the energy of the home. Now we're going to look at demonic disguises and why they do it. The old saying, never invite a vampire into your home, applies here. Now I know we're not talking about vampires, but It's the same intention. The verbal invitation is a binding contract which these beings work by. Dark energy beings are shapeshifters and they can be very tricky to deal with. They use disguises to get close to us and into our homes. People can be very easily convinced that what they are seeing with their eyes is real. Sometimes in your third eye, if you're psychically open and you're used to doing meditation, is that you might see visions in your third eye. Be aware of those as well. These energy beings are mischievous and they will use any tactic they can to get into your home, to get into your own personal space. So I always say, use all your senses, including your common sense. If you get bodily signs like a sudden stomachache, or your vision starts to get really blurry, or you get a really sudden hacking, choking cough, and none of these are medical issues, it can be something energetic in the environment. Now, people are often tricked by something that looks 
sweet and innocent, you know, like a child or a relative or a pet that may have passed away. Or even an innocent looking person and they think nothing more of it or they feel quite excited to be connecting with the spirit world. Until the energy of the home changes and people's sleep patterns change or their behaviours change and then you really know that there is something in your home that needs attention. And by then you've decided, well, actually, I don't really want the energy in my home. But it's too late then. You've made that contract by inviting it to stay. And now you've got to deal with it. So this is when you need the assistance of someone who understands these beings to remove them from your home. And it's not as simple as wafting incense around the house. That is not going to remove dark and demonic beings from your home. It just simply doesn't. I know because I deal with them every day. Now, be aware that paranormal investigators are different to paranormal energy clearers. And be really defined when you are questioning anyone that you want coming into your home to do the work, and especially if you're paying them. You need to know if they're there just to investigate and record the occurrences or if they're actually coming into your home to clear the paranormal beings out. They are two very different defined areas of paranormal work. So just as Lucy did, observe the energy of your home and the family and your pets and call in a trusted paranormal energy clearer if you need an assessment of the situation and then removal of any disruptive entities. Dark and demonic beings use disguises to get close to us. It is as simple as that. They are energetic feeders. They want to be close to you. They want to be in your home. So don't invite them. So in episode four, we're going to be looking at are paranormal beings dangerous? And I will share a story about a paranormal entity, not of the dark kind, but nonetheless still frightening to those who had to deal with him. So thank you for joining me today. And don't forget to send me your paranormal questions and stories you'd like to share with the world. Email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house healing, visit my website, Spiritual Being. See the description box for the web address. So I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember... Life is perfectly paranormal. <laughs>